Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from September 8th until the 15th. We are moving through Virgo season and as I mentioned in last week's weekly episode, we have new energies at play and in fact it feels quite quiet, focused, clear, and authentic. The energies that are coming up right now feel like there has been a lot that's been understood, revealed, healed. Something has been shifted that has allowed us to level up. That's how I see the energy spiraling, is that it's a new plateau, a new playing field, and it also feels quite quiet at this time. Now we're just coming off of the September 6th Virgo new moon at 15 degrees of Virgo that had a lot of supportive energies, a lot of trines, a lot of new potentials coming up, being felt or seen. Something is rising up within us that is clearer and it matches this new plateau of energy. I'm visualizing it as an open field where there is grass growing, there are wildflowers, there are trees, and there's more that can be built and developed here. And this is part of where we're in our power in choosing what we want next. What do you want to develop, create, and build next in your life, in your world, or in yourself? And part of the quiet why I keep wanting to whisper, is that we're listening. And it's a listening to hear yourself, hear your own messages, to be receptive to what's coming through and what's coming in. But I feel like part of the silence is allowing us to just be calm. There's this calmness, this sense of equilibrium, and an understanding of what matters to you now so that you can take that forward while leaving behind what is no longer needed, what you don't want, what isn't resonating. And these can be quiet choices. These can be your own quiet choice points and understanding about where your life is at, what matters to you, what you want, or these could be bigger choices where you're making some clear actions and you're moving in a new direction. So it can be at any decision-making level, but I feel like what we're at is a very stable. There feels like a stable energy here that's asking you to have clarity around what matters to you now, what you want to put your energy towards. And I feel like part of what is happening as well is that we're being gifted an opportunity to trust in our authenticity even more. Where there's things you've realized, you've come to a higher understanding, you've seen some things in yourself, whether those are your own habits and patterns, your own choices that you've been making out of a need for security or safety, which is very normal. But there's something here that is like pulling us into a deeper well of trust in who you are and to 
trust your authenticity, to trust why you're different, to trust what makes you unique. And this is where you are being guided into higher alignment with what you're ready to move towards, to create, to build next. The sun is in Virgo and is in the second deacon of Virgo, which is between 10 to 19 degrees. And then it will enter the third deacon at 20 degrees of Virgo. And there is a progression of energy as the sun lights up a part of your natal chart, as well as takes us through areas of development and growth supported by Virgo intentions and qualities. And some of those Virgo intentions are about focusing on the details and the specifics. There can be a desire for analyzing and understanding how something works. How is in fact a Virgo word? How does this work? How can this be improved? How can this be more efficient? Being methodical is a Virgo strength. Being aware of what creates the right recipe, the right formula, what's needed for a specific result or outcome. And so Virgo brings us into these specifics in our lives, but I feel like it's bringing us into these areas of our energies where we're seeing something clearer. We're seeing a detail. We're seeing something within ourselves that maybe we glossed over or didn't notice before. But now there's this honing in on a particular remedy. And that's what I'm hearing is a remedy because Virgo energy wants to improve, heal, make something better. And the remedy is within you. The solution, the healing ointment is something that you've carried for many lifetimes and it's coming forward. And I feel like this is a gentle coming forward. Like there's something that is waiting for you in the silence, in the listening to your own authentic self. There's something waiting for you. The message, the understanding, the direction, something tangible, something clear, but it requires the quiet and the removal of distractions. And perhaps that's why I'm seeing this beautiful field where there is the connection to the real world and Virgo is an earth sign. So there's a connection to nature, to what is tangible and to the world we live in. But there's also these openings, this opening of space, this opening of energy, and I'm feeling it as openings in the mind and openings in the aura. So we've cleared out so much, and a lot of September is ushering in a clear, grounded understanding of what is whispering to you, what internal message is waiting for you now that you're at this place, this place in your own consciousness. And it feels like it's a very clear understanding. It also has a simplicity to it where it's not overly complicated. It's not meant to be some big extravagant something. It feels very simple, grounded, nurturing, supportive, clear. And it could be a message that you've been overriding with your mind. Because our minds are so good at that, aren't they? Our minds will say, no, 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 that's not it. Or no, 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 it's over here. 
not over there. Like our minds will kick in and want to be supportive or want to participate, but the mind can drown out some very important messages that we're meant to feel into and intuitively trust. And I feel it too in this combination of the Virgo energies of the mind and the body. And you could test this for yourself in a very simple way where you're actually asking your body, your body consciousness, what it needs or what it wants. And the energy will get you moving. You'll feel it. You'll feel a surge in your energy. You'll feel like you're ready to go towards something. You'll feel like you literally have to move, whether that's going for a walk or at least standing up. The energy will move you and that will be very affirming of perhaps what you're ready to understand or connect with. Virgo is traditionally ruled by Mercury and Mercury is the mind. Mercury is the messenger. It's the fastest moving planet. It's associated with how we think and perceive, how we communicate and essentially how we are interpreting the world around us. Virgo energy is also co-ruled by Chiron. And Chiron is known as the wounded healer and it's connected to the body and the energies in the body as well as the healing modalities that support us, that work with us, how Chiron shows us more of our gifts in a higher light, but it's going through a healing process that we arrive at that understanding. In astrology, the glyph of Chiron looks like a key, which is a wonderful understanding of how Chiron operates. It holds the key to your healing, the key to more of who you are, the key to your gifts and to more of what is essential to you in this lifetime. Now, I just did a podcast for you on Monday, September 6, 2021, all about Chiron and Aries. And that's because transiting Chiron is moving through Aries until 2027. So somewhere in your chart, this Chiron and Aries is coming through and showing you more of who you are. It has the key to more of who you are. But part of what happens first is that the Chiron in Aries removes who you are not. And this creates an interesting internal energy, perhaps internal conflict, internal dialogue, where you used to be or you used to enjoy or used to like something, someone, a part of your life, etc. And that changes as Chiron moves through Aries because it gives you a clear indication of who you are no longer, what no longer resonates, what no longer is your truth, what no longer is connected to your self-identity. And then this leaves a void. It leaves potential. It shows you what is being healed, especially as something is being removed. And with the strong Virgo energy now, I feel like what we're doing is reconnecting some parts of ourselves that have been energetically unplugged, energetically disconnected. 
and there's things that are being removed and taken away and you're complete with it energetically. Now this can feel like it's not something you're actively choosing and this happens when a job or a title is taken away or you're no longer needed in something or for something in a part of your life. The energy has shifted. And I feel like what so many of you have done is you've shifted timelines. You've raised up to a higher commitment in yourself around who you are. And this relates directly, I see it to the soul's energy, like the soul's energy coming through and just blasting you with more of your authentic energy and your truer self. And there it is removing more of what is no longer needed in your life. And again, these are the energetics. So you've shifted timelines in yourself. You're on a new higher growth path. That doesn't mean it's always easy. It doesn't mean it's always simple, but you're opening up to more of who you are and that can have more questions. So where I'm going with this is that it can feel like you're in a new place whether that's within yourself or in a part of your life, there's this new energy, this new territory, and you have more questions than answers. But if you allow yourself to get quiet and just listen, the answer feels pretty simple. It's like something you've already known, something you're already aware of. It might not even be brand new. It could be this reoccurring message you've had over and over again, and finally it lands or it sticks. And you're like, oh, that's what that is about. That's what that means. That's what I should do. So there's something about this week that the more you're listening, the more that you're really hearing yourself, that's where you're connecting to deeper clarity around next steps and the new thing that is waiting for you. Because I do see this energy as already being established in another timeline. So there's the sense of a connection is already happening. Something's already underway. We go into the silence and then the solution answer is right there. And it's simple. And this is part of a very important practice right now because what I'm hearing around this is that this is where you are owning all of your energy, all of your power. You're knowing how essential it is to go inward, to listen to yourself where there's, yes, a lot of noise, a lot of chatter out there, a lot of opinions, a lot of people with their thoughts and ideas and directions and all that can be valuable. But this is about what you're connecting to internally. Now at this time, over this next week, we have Mercury and Venus in Libra until Venus enters Scorpio on September 10th. And we're going to also see Mars enter Libra September 14th. Now what is happening is that our energies are shifting in to how we share, connect, and essentially interact with others and with other energy fields. And that's because Libra and Scorpio are energies of connections, uh, relationships, cooperation, collaboration. And over this next week, there are new opportunities and connection points that can open up. And what I'm feeling is that it's essential to take your authentic self to those connection points, whatever they are, 
whomever they may be. It's very important now to take your true nature forward because it won't stick or won't really connect if you have any kind of facade, false ego, mass, if you're playing a role, if you're pretending to be someone you used to be, if you're doing anything along those lines, I feel like what is being required of so many people on the planet right now, especially those of you who have done so much work and you really masters of energy, you understand how energy works. This is where you're requiring a higher standard of yourself to show up in your truth. And I feel like this can happen in a way that might be easier than even five years ago, eight years ago, 10 years ago. Because it's interesting how many of us who are into metaphysical things, right? And some people might call it new age, or you can give it all kinds of different names. We just have interests that revolve around energy and consciousness and information and all these things that weave together. And it's something that is very true for you. It's a part of your value system. It's a part of how you live your life and you want to live your life. And there were perhaps situations previously where you would hide that or you wouldn't necessarily talk about it. And that can be a wise thing to do still. And just trust yourself, trust the environment that you're in, trust the person you're with or the connections you're making. But I feel like it's easier. It has like this softness to just say, oh yeah, I'm really interested in astrology. I'm really interested in energy healing modalities. And I remember, maybe you do too, it was like 20 years ago here in the US when yoga started to become more widespread. And it started out as something that only a few people knew how to do. Only a few people went to yoga and it was this foreign thing and what are you doing and what's it about? And then it has exponentially increased. It is mainstream now. It's something that more people are aware of and they practice and they know what yoga is. But it started out as something different, a little maybe uncertain, How could it even be a workout? You know, people had a lot of questions. So I feel like that's kind of where we're at with some of these newer energies coming through that are becoming more mainstream. And it's okay to talk about it. It's okay to share this part of yourself with others. And it's happening in a way that we don't always see, but millions of people are doing this. And the important thing to honor is your authentic self, is to honor who you really are. Because as we move into Libra season, and as we move into more of these energies that are about partnerships, connections, relationships, it really matters how you're authentically sharing your energy. Because I feel like you're healed. I feel like there's so many things that people have been through that you've really truly healed it. You've healed it as much as you possibly can in certain situations or certain dynamics. Like you've healed the body, the emotions, the spiritual stuff. Like there's things that have really been completed and it's an honoring of your own healing journey to show up as who you really are. And in fact, a few weekends ago, I was at a birthday party for one of my son's friends and I was talking with this other mom and she asked me what I did and I told her astrology and she's like, oh, that's so cool. And 
I don't always get that response when I tell someone that I do astrology. And she was like, tell me more. What's that like? Blah, blah, blah. And I thought this is awesome because there has been a shift in the consciousness enough where now these things can be discussed, where now there are openings. And I feel like so many of you are leaders. You know, you're doing things first. You're out there exploring or you've been really working on particular modalities, gifts, traits. And this is a time when you really harvest the fullness of who you are. You harvest it and you understand your own truth. And Virgo season is about the harvest. It's about where you're starting to reap the rewards of where you've put in dedicated time, energy, and effort to bring about something important to you. So all of this energy feels very important right now. And that part of what we are stabilizing is the internal sense of self based on your authentic energy. And the sun in Virgo is going to help you feel grounded in that way, as well as understand more of the, it's like the daily practical energies that are good for you. I always think of Virgo as our daily devotions. What we're committed to, what we want to participate in, what is good for the energy, what feeds your energy, what gives you life and sustains you. The Virgo themes can support all this and also keep us aware of how to make improvements. Now, on September 14th, the sun in Virgo is going to oppose Neptune retrograde in Pisces at 22 degrees. And this opposition happens once a year. I think it will start, the energy will be felt September 13th and 14th especially. And it could even have a bit of a hangover effect on September 15th. And this is a point of energy that we lean back, exhale, release. Because that Neptune in Pisces, even though it's retrograde, removes. And I've talked about this with the other personal planets as they transited through Virgo and made the same opposition to Neptune and Pisces. But when the sun makes that opposition, it's a bigger energy with the sun being the biggest source of light for us and the biggest energy that we feel. There's something here where the universe is asking you to not push the river don't force anything. And in fact, this ties in beautifully with what I was saying earlier in the show about simply listening, getting quiet, perhaps needing solitude, needing more meditation time, needing to be in your own energy and to hear what that Neptune in Pisces intuitive message may be. Because the Virgo energy is very productive and it will get things done and it will keep working and it will stay at the computer and look at what to change and what might have been overlooked and, you know, changing up the formulas on the Excel document. This is a time where you step away from that, you step away from our earthly realm pursuits and listen and understand that you're more than just this body. You're more than just this mind. And so where can you open up? And that's a lovely way to think of this because the opposition to Neptune can bring up more about what 
we don't know, what we don't understand. This can show up as feeling defeated, feeling disappointed. It can feel like if I only did more, it would have changed the outcome. If I had only worked harder, it could have been this. It kind of has this energy of you can turn against yourself if you're not aware of the energy dynamics going on, where you can turn against yourself and become very critical, which can be a Virgo trait, where you're harsh on yourself, uh, you can feel guilty. There can be a sense of big personal responsibility, like I didn't do enough, I didn't work hard enough, I should have tried this instead of that. And you want to monitor that for yourself, monitor that internal messaging, see how loud that voice is. Also, how loud that critical or guilt-driven voice has been all your life because that Neptune in Pisces in one of its higher expressions wants you to soften, wants you to soften to yourself, have compassion, be gentle. You're not perfect. You're not meant to be perfect, but you're perfect as you are. You're good enough as you are. And when we can balance that and have a sense of self-compassion for our hard edges or the harsh voices, then we're really connecting to more of our own divinity, more of our own eternalness and vastness of our energies. So this would be a week Once again, to step back from being overly involved in something where you can't push the river, you can't find every solution, and that's okay. In fact, that's what could be absolutely perfect, is you allow the pause, you allow the exhale, you lean back, you let it be whatever it is, and it's by doing that that you're then allowing room and space for the new energy to come in or the new solution to appear as well as time to go easy on yourself and listen listen to your own internal messages so i feel like part of what this week is about is checking in on your own self-compassion and where you're able to be forgiving and soft towards yourself that might not be where you normally go Now, also on September 14th, we have Mars entering Libra. Mars entering Libra is in what's called his detriment because he is the furthest away from his home sign of Aries. Libra is the opposite of Aries. So basically, Mars is very far away from home and he's energetically weaker. Now, in Libra, an air sign, he is required to think things through, to have conversations, to be more objective. He weighs the pros and cons, and then he takes action. Now, Mars is associated with masculine energies within ourselves, regardless of gender and sex, and the masculine expression of energy, typically how we assert ourselves, how we go for what we want, how we really take action and go out into the world to accomplish, to get things done. When Mars is in Libra, he is more contemplative and he tends to weigh his pros and cons. He also can go into comparison. So over this next week, Mars is going to enter Libra. Again, that's on September 14th. And he's going to stay there until the end of October. 
So this is a Mars who is more of a thinker and the ways that he will take action can be for other people where he's motivated to do something because another person is making the request or has a need. The other person's energy can fuel that Mars and Libra and that's because Libra is about people we share energies with. So he doesn't have the same level of self-motivation. He has a sense of even duty or obligation because of other people and what they're asking of him. This is where you want to be clear on where you're directing your energy and how you're using it, where yes, you could feel that it's a good decision to help someone out or to get something done for them. But you want to be aware of your own boundaries and your own motivations. And because this Mars is weaker, you could be acting more for others and that could drain yourself. And this Mars in Libra is actually known for working against himself, where he can be his own worst enemy because he's so focused on the other that he's taking care of things for everyone else and has nothing left for himself. So we want to stay conscious of our motivation when this Mars is in Libra. Now, Venus enters Scorpio September 10th, and what we have here is called mutual reception. So Venus enters Scorpio, and this is also a sign of her detriment, and that's because she is furthest away from her home turf of Taurus. So again, she's very far away from where she's comfortable, and Venus in Scorpio is asking her to dig in deeper to what she's really feeling, to get into the heart of things. And there are invitations here to go into her shadow, to go into her psyche and her subconscious, to go into her fears. So this Venus who wants to be peaceful and loving and kind is being pulled into the underworld and needing to take a look and feel into what's really happening within her. Where are their unconscious patterns and karma and where is their healing potential? So this Venus, I liken it to the journey of Persephone who was kidnapped by Hades and the Hades energy is connected to Scorpio or Pluto. And here is Venus who undergoes some type of deeper transformation that at first feels against her will, almost like it's so big, it's so overpowering, it's so emotional. But the truth is, is that this Hades energy is a part of her own psyche, is a part of who she is, and she's just meeting this part of herself in a way she hasn't seen before. So when Venus travels through Scorpio, she's getting into more of the heart of her own truth and her own needs. And she does that through other people. And that's also part of the Scorpio journey, similar to the Libra energies, where these are the astrological signs where we connect with other people. We learn from others. We understand how they're different or how we're the same, what our needs are. How can this work? How do these things come together? Do we like each other? Do we hate each other? This all becomes amplified when the planets are in Libra and Scorpio because now you're mixing energies with others. You're seeing what flows, what connects, and where it's a bit choppy or where there's trouble. So I feel like what we have here is that Mars and Venus are both in their detriment. They're weakened 
because they're not in astrological signs where they're strong, but they are in what's called mutual reception. And that's because Venus in Scorpio, Scorpio is co-ruled by Mars. Mars is in Libra. Libra is co-ruled by Venus. So it creates this energetic connection where they're not strong separately, but when they work together, they're going to figure some things out. So Venus is the feminine, Mars is the masculine, and these are the energies within ourselves as well as in people around us that we are being invited to see from a different angle and a different perspective where Venus is going to feel something intensely and she's not going to know what to do with it and then it will dawn on her, I should take this issue, this problem, what I'm really feeling, what I'm passionate about, I should take it to Mars. So she takes it to Mars. Mars in Libra says, oh, that's really interesting. Let's talk about that. And I'm going to help you see it from the other person's perspective. I'm going to help you be more objective to consider this, consider that, understand there's multiple ways of doing something. That Mars in Libra is going to help Venus step away from some of those deeper emotions that she's processing. And he's going to give her some facts and higher understanding around what might be happening. And then that Mars in Libra, who may get stuck in his head and go back and forth and let's make a pro list and a con list and weigh these things and compare them and just keep talking. Venus in Scorpio is going to say, No, let's make a decision because this is what feels right. This feels like my truth. This feels like I understand more because I'm getting into the heart of what I really want. So together, Venus and Mars are allies and are figuring something out and are going to help each other. So they're not doing it alone. And you could experience this in your own world where you might have someone show up who seems to be a Venus in Scorpio energy or a Mars in Libra energy, or this could just be something within yourself that you're understanding. I also feel like this energy is helping us understand relationship patterns, things you've been through, things you've really had to heal from. And I'm feeling this energy so powerfully, it feels very big, that I'm going to talk about it more on Monday's podcast. So that will be Monday, September 13th. We're going to discuss what may be coming up for you to see in a different way around relationships. Because part of where I'm feeling this energy, it does relate to this new plateau, this leveling up, where You're done with certain patterns in relationships. It's like the karma has been completed within yourself around certain dynamics. And there's something here that we're meant to understand at this time in order to, again, honor that authentic truth and authentic self-understanding that you have embraced or that you're understanding in a new way. It feels like there's something important with Mars and Libra and Venus and Scorpio in mutual reception that is going to help with the ongoing healing. So I'm going to do 
a podcast episode on that because I'm feeling a lot of big energies, like I said. And I also feel this is a very big theme for so many of you who are leaders in your soul group, your leaders in your family or amongst your friends. You're really aware of energy dynamics and you've had a lot of relationship changes, whether those are romantic ones or also friendships. There's things that you have moved through that have been very tough, and we're going to talk about that more on Monday's show. So this is a week where the energies are requiring us to focus, practice listening to ourselves, allowing the calm periods to just be, almost like don't fill in the space with a bunch of frivolous things. Like just allow the openings, allow the space and the energy to just be because that can also be very good for your own nervous system, for your mind, for your body to just calm, relax, and be in that place of beingness, the beingness that we can practice with higher mindfulness. And part of being in this new energy domain, it's like this leveling up and this new place of potentials and what you want to build and create next. It's also an energetic understanding of the higher timeline or the new timeline that you're in. And here's an example of what I mean by timelines. I was in upstate New York last weekend and I was driving on a road that went along Lake Ontario and I passed an Amish family in their horse and buggy. Mom and dad were driving the horse. Five kids were facing backwards on the carriage, and I was zipping along in my rental car. They waved at me, and we were coexisting in the same physical world where there were the tall corn stalks growing on the left side of the road. Lake Ontario was on the right side of the road. We were both traveling on this road, but we were living in different realities. So coexisting in the same physical reality, but living in different energetic realities. And this is understanding how we are moving about our lives at different speeds, different values, different priorities. And you could feel this with people in your own life, whether those are family members or friendships that you've outgrown. Maybe those are situations at work or just even where you're living, your neighborhood, your community. You could feel like, yes, we are coexisting in this same physical environment, but you're living in a different energetic reality where you're tuned in to things that maybe they aren't aware of and they're not interested in, which is beautifully perfect and how things are designed. But this is about the honoring of where you're at and the direction you're going, the speed you're going, what you need, what you want, and detaching in that healthy, kind, loving way that doesn't include judgment of where anyone else is at or anything else that they're choosing. And this takes 
conscious work, depending where you're at and how your mind operates, but we can coexist without there being those lower density energies of judgment, of right and wrong, of I'm better than you, anything around the false ego, anything that takes us away from the energies of acceptance, kindness, understanding. And in fact, I found this Amish family to be so beautiful and their energy felt really clear. It was very interesting, very clear. And I was grateful to connect with their collective energy and the horse while also feeling the differences in the energies, the differences in the timeline and in the energetic experiences that we were each in. So understand that each of us is on our own timeline trajectory based on so many different factors, based on your own energy, your own growth, your own soul's intention, your own evolving consciousness, etc. And there's more than enough room on this planet for everyone to coexist. And that's part of what we can intentionally practice at this time. And in fact, that's how we continue to raise the consciousness of the planet at this time. Because we've all been there, done that with the lifetimes of judgment, the lifetimes of separation and persecution and on and on. This is a lifetime and this is a timeline where the energies can be experienced in a much higher way. And that feels like an important energetic imprint for September, for this time period that we're in, where we're just aware of how we each are managing our own energies and what that means to us and what is supporting us as we continue along and follow our own individual authentic truth. So it's quite an exciting time. And I wanted to mention that you can sign up for more of my channel messages uh, through the Galactic Center. It's a free online platform. I released about three messages in the past four to six weeks. Uh, You can check those out, listen for free, and I hope they support you with your own evolving consciousness as well as some bigger understandings of energies on the planet and what is happening at this time that you may already be feeling and sensing. So I'll put that link below the podcast. And you can also still get the latest astrology program called How to Read Your Solar Return Chart. It is still 50% off, and that's with coupon code BIRTHDAY. So check that out if you are intermediate level in your astrological understanding, and you can interpret the energies for yourself of your solar return chart. And it becomes a wonderful skill that you can use every birthday and get a heads up on what's coming in for you, what the opportunities are, where there could be some things that you'd want to know in advance and how to work with the energies. So please check that out. It is still 50% off and that's because so many of you are really enjoying this material 
and I want it to support even more people as well. So friends, thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. I will be back on Monday. We will talk about those Mars and Venus energies and what may be coming up in the world of relationships, partnerships, connections, collaborations, and I hope that helps you understand maybe what you're moving through as well. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online where you'll find all of my latest astrology programs as well as business development resources for those of you who are building and developing your own business on your own terms. I hope the information over there really supports you with what you are looking for now. So as always, thank you so much for joining me. I will see you back here every Monday and Wednesday and I wish you a beautiful week ahead as these energies continue to support us in our next steps. Take good care and I'll see you back here soon.